The High Regard Show. It's... It doesn't smell as bad as it did last week. It smelled very gross last week. That was on you. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. On this week's show, we're talking the horror movies that we hold in high regard. Well, I wouldn't say I hold them in high regard. You're not a big horror movie person. No, I'm, like our promo says, a chicken shit. You really are. And it's weird because you'll sit through scary movies, and then before all's said and done, you won't see it again a second time. I won't. No, I could watch the same movies over and over and over, but when it comes to scary movies, I can't even, like, click past them on the TV. Which really makes no sense, because I feel like a scary movie, more than anything, has the element of surprise going for it and you kind of blew that surprise by watching it the first time around so really what else is involved it's just the unknown like i don't like seeing as you'll hear on our list that we're going to talk about shortly i don't like seeing murderers i don't like people being chased like every time i'm ever like i always picture myself when i'm being chased because i constantly picture myself being chased like if i was in that situation i'd probably throw up and just stand there like a dork. Yeah, no one's going to want to touch you. Or pee my pants. Like, I would just stand there and pee my pants, and then you'd knife me in the chest, and then my no. scene in the movie would be over. No murderer is going to want to step in a puddle of piss just hmm. to stab you in the chest. So it's almost like it's almost like my disguise. Like my, what, a, what is it called? Like what a fish <laughs> does or something. Yeah, my defense it? mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> you just pee on things and throw up on them. That's good. That's good, yeah. You, so you really do have the same defenses as a baby. Maybe that's what it is. That's it. Instead of like a fish or some kind of noble creature of the deep, I'm a big just old a, baby. <laughs> just a big, dumb baby. Instead of running, just peeing and puking. <laughs> so, with Halloween being just around the corner... Yes, Tom? We figured, what the hell, man? Why not make up a list of the best horror movies and that we worst. can think of? And the worst. And the worst. Well, they're one and the same, really. The horror movies are not really meant to do anything but horrify you we did think about calling this whole thing you know like our best scariest movies Mm -hmm. or something like that and then we decided like for me and i think that you agreed this this things that are horrific aren't necessarily always scary yeah like a monster or a boogeyman yeah that's like so not scary sometimes at least for me that doesn't bother me at all not at least it's always like that human factor that comes in because we are the worst we are evil evil species yes true i pretend to be like so tough but i'm like i can't i don't like watching scary things i don't like thinking because i can't look at something or read something without like imagining myself in like how would i handle that you know and in horror (laughs) movies i would die i would be the drew barrymore in Scream. Like, I would die within the first ten minutes because I would just be scared shitless. But maybe that's good. Because you really would be horrible in a situation like that. So maybe it's better to just get you out of the way. 
Mm-hmm. And then you could just run for the hills. Yeah, like, I mean... And survive. Can you imagine, like, a whole town chipping in to help save you if you were in a well? I would hope that Lassie would save me if I was in a well. I'm thinking the townspeople would just throw buckets of water down there. Probably, <laughs> until I drowned. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know that when the zombie apocalypse happens, I know how Tom is going to protect me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say, why don't you chain yourself up to this fire hydrant? This way, I'll do. And so. be bait. Like I'll just, I'll bait. I'll You'll bait for bait. you. I'll You'll be bait good. for you so that you could get like a ten-second head start while I'm murdered. I hope it's longer than that, man. It's I'm out of shape. Be. It's probably not going to be. I've seen a couple movies in my day. <laughs> <clears throat> they don't all run. The zombies. It doesn't even have to be a zombie. <laughs> Whatever it is, now You're it's a You're focusing so much on zombie right now. <laughs> well, you got me convinced the zombie's coming. They might be. Who knows? I feel like we're gonna in a good place for it. In New York, you think? Well, well, there's lots of hiding spots. Like, we could ride it out for a little while. Yeah, there's a lot of people, but there's totally a lot of hiding spots. So mm-hmm. I think you'll be okay for a good time. As opposed to, oh my God, can you imagine if you were in a desert? And it was a zombie outbreak? Oh, he'd probably die of thirst before the zombies even got you. Oh, yeah, but it's wide open. It's not like they wouldn't be able to find you. Exactly. One person gets bit. Where are you going? <laughs> probably in quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 man. That is a very, very big bring back. <laughs> and for those of you who didn't listen to the show last week, you missed it. <laughs> you did, you turds. <laughs> Aren't you? <laughs> okay, well, my fifth pick is Final Destination 3. And now I have to come clean because I didn't watch the entire thing because I got too creeped out after this one scene that I'm talking about. And it's the scene in which the girls are in the tanning salon and they get stuck in the tanning bed and they burn to death. Now, I seen Final Destination 3. Like, I saw it in the theaters, actually, with, I think, Tyler and Kyle back when they were probably, I don't know, eight or nine, something like that. Well, your kids were like two years old and you were taking them to see like horror things and horrible movies. At six months, I took Kyle to see Blade. That is ridiculous. Whatever, but man. We'll, that, we'll save that for like... He's grown up So fearless. basically what you're saying is your kids weren't scared of it. So the why kids the hell was I? The kids weren't afraid of it, but when we used to leave the theater, we also used to like go sit down, have ice cream, and talk about the movie. And we're kind of all agreed that the most disturbing part was one, and I don't know if you saw it, because I'm sure you saw, like, just a chicken burn. I saw, like, I kept going back around, and I kept seeing, like, little clips of this, but I watched the entire tanning scene. I really, really think this is the one that happened in Final Destination 3. I'm, like, 99% sure, because I know we saw it in the theaters. It's the one, we all agreed this was scary part, where the laser machine for, like, the arthroscopic surgery what is it for your eyes oh my god uh, uh, you know i'm, I'm getting the about? vision of it i think that was the third one yeah I think so it they was. have like that girl okay okay we don't need to talk about it and then they just we're gonna just do a minor surgery and yeah, then okay you know, i got it i got laser. it i got it laser. I, got, I got it i remember right. i remember i remember <laughs> i do recall <laughs> like i feel that was the scarier part and especially since you wear glasses because you know one day there's gonna be a knock on the door it'll be a robot saying i'm here for your LASIK surgery? Yeah. And Your then, mandatory LASIK surgery? And that's it, because, you know... I wouldn't do it. I would never. Like, every time I see those robot. commercials and stuff... It's a robot. 
I understand it's a robot. <laughs> but every time I see the commercials for like the LASIK surgery on TV, I immediately picture like a piece of your eye getting sliced away, and oh my god, I feel weak in the knees now. That's what it is. But it's a robot. Okay. <laughs> so so that was your scariest part. More than the laser machine. More than the laser machine. More than like the car coming down the hill and like almost I think like when the carols were in like the drive through or whatever but like that scene because something like soon after watching that movie something like that happened to me in a tanning salon where I got stuck in a tanning booth and I couldn't get out for like two seconds and I was really really hot because I was in like the super powered bed and I couldn't get out and I was like help help but I had been working in the tanning salon so I was there early and there was nobody there and I'm like I'm going to die like in Final Destination 3 oh, so you've seen Final Destination 3 before you started working in a tanning salon I think I did yeah I think it was before I did my little stint in a tanning salon or at least while you were there you saw yeah like but it was like but I had been a long time tanner so Is it was it really just hot? It is super hot. Like the sun? It's, it might be. Like, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Like, but like, no, no. I'm a, not, I mean, like, if you turn it on, can you say, oh, this is, you know, the sun's rays at 70 degrees, and then it turns 70 degrees, or the, it's the sun rays I don't at 95 know. degrees? I don't know. I don't know the mechanics of it. I just know that somebody would go in, I'd set the time, and then you press the button and it turns on. Yeah. And some of them, like, the bed that I had been in was, like, an eight-minute bed. And it was so, because, like, the smaller the time that you're in it, the higher, like, the tan, or, like, the, the more powerful that the bulbs are. So I was in, like, the super strong bed, and I got stuck in it, and I couldn't get out, and I was, like, flipping out. And <laughs> But, like, it ha- it so happened that I was trying to get out, because it was a stand-up bed, so there was a door, and... I was trying to get out the part that wasn't the door. So, like, the reason I couldn't get out is because it wasn't even the goddamn door. Oh, I'm picturing a big toaster. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Like, picture a toaster on its side with, like, a hinged door. All right, I got it. Okay. Why don't, why don't we... You are so perplexed about this situation. <laughs> this is the second time we started the show because we had to go into this big, long diatribe about the tanning bed. So I would like to end the conversation. Only, Give me your number five. Only because you were explaining the tanning bed. I didn't know what it was. So that's why we had to restart. Now, my number five is a little different because I'm a little bit older. And I remember this. Like being super young, like probably just around the time I was able to walk. So what is that? Like three? Is it? I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, so I was just around that age, and I remember staying over at my grandparents' house, and I used to do this thing where I would sneak out of bed and hide behind a wall, and I would like see whatever Creep. they were watching on TV. Well, because they wouldn't let me stay up late, so they would put me to bed, and when I would go to bed, all I'd want to do is like listen to the TV in the background, and I'd be like, oh, I got to see what's going on. But every time I because you're out, nosy too. Well, well, I just I'm a night person, so like you put a night, it's like. You know, putting a normal person down in the middle of the day and saying, time for you to go to sleep, chances are you're not going to be able to go to sleep. Okay, so what what did you see when you were a little kid that's frightened you so? The one on the TV? Whatever they were watching. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there with you. It's your story. You weren't even born yet. All right. <laughs> don't act like you know. <laughs> so it winds up being... <laughs> she don't know you. <laughs> she don't. I don't know. Anyway... It winds up being that they were watching Frankenstein, like the original black and white Frankenstein. And 
usually they would know I was standing there. And I think like in the beginning, like towards the end, I know they knew. But mm-hmm. in the beginning, I, I was like thinking to myself, they know I'm here. So it really can't be that bad, even though it was like on Chiller Theater, which was so cool because the beginning had like the opening with the hand coming out of the dirt. Like Don't know there. it. Well, good for you. You missed out on some awesome. It sounds like it. Awesome was it things. like who? Do you remember who the Frankenstein was? Boris Koloff. Oh my God! See, those are the like. I'm not scared of like anything that has those guys in it. Those really? Monster Squad guys. But but here's the thing, though, because it's so they're so awesome. Well, it's not even. I think that later generations became more afraid of more contemporary stuff as opposed to older stuff because they became more desensitized like and 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 here's why this is what's getting me about frankenstein i sat in the corner started watching it like behind a wall and i swear i thought my grandparents knew i was there but usually when they knew i was there they would wait like for a few minutes then get Mm -hmm. up and be like all right and i'd be like oh so busted but after like a couple of times i would give up so they knew they, ju- they were just like, this is part of the ritual when he stays over. So um, I'm sitting there watching it, and nobody came to move me. So I got to see almost all of Frankenstein. And it scared you. What scared the piss out of me was the fact that, because I had just went to a, my first funeral, like oh, not too God. long before. And I remember it. I was super, super young. And at the funeral, I was just me to understand like death is death and that's it so as i'm sitting there watching this movie i know it's a dead guy Mm -hmm. i get it i understand that concept but seeing him reanimated is what frightened you it blew my mind man (laughs) it blew my mind and i was and it was looking back now like it's not like i've seen it a million times since then and now i don't even stay on it because i know all about it too much but it's just like, God damn, man. It's like something that's supposed to be dead is now alive. And as a little kid, it's like turning the world upside down. Yeah, I can imagine. And I mean, I remember I used to do that too. Like I used to creep downstairs. I called you a creeper, but I'm like, I did the exact same thing. Everybody's I, a creeper. I would sneak downstairs and I remember my brother, I think, was babysitting me. And, and like this move, these movies are not on my list because I'm not scared of them. But at the time, like you, I was. And I saw it was, I think, the Christopher Lee Dracula and it was the first time I had ever seen, like, a scary movie. And it was like, and the, the Christopher Lee Draculas are fabulous, but they're so not scary because it's just, but when you're a little kid and you see this guy with fangs, like, floating upside down outside of somebody's window, like, that scared the shit out of me so much that I started screaming, scared my brother because he didn't know I was standing behind him watching the movie with him. And he puts me back to bed and he gives me, like, like a rosary to put on my thing because I was flipping out and he's like if you have this on your bed you will never like nothing's ever going to get you because he could we were going to catholic school so he oh he thought like of just something that like I could recognize (laughs) so and I was like oh okay like that'll protect me and that stayed on my nightstand or that stayed on my um headboard until like they got rid of the bed when I was like in my mid-20s oh my wait a minute where was your mom working my parents were working what time was this Like, it was, like, late. Like, it was, like, 10 o'clock or something. But I was, like, really, really little. So, like, I don't know. Maybe my parents weren't working. I have no idea. I just remember it was my brother and I, and I was scared shitless, and I was really, really little. It's funny how he picks his battles. And sometimes he'll scare the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. He's a terrible person. he'll make you totally not scared. Yeah. Like, he just 
get build your confidence just to fuck with you. <laughs> but this one, I think, like he just wanted to watch TV and he just wanted me out of his air because <sighs> <laughs> I was a tr- I was a little terror, but I could totally get that. Like that little kid, like, and that's something that like you'll always remember. But then, like later in life, like vampire movies are like among my favorite movies because I want to be a vampire. And because it's maybe that you conquered your fear and was now able to understand vampires and like them even more. Exactly, because, I mean, what is not to love about a goddamn vampire? Except, you know, the whole Twilight thing. That is not anything that I will ever discuss. No, We don't even need to waste a second on it. We're not going to do it, even though... I brought it up. Yeah. (laughs) My employer would probably appreciate if we would like it. (laughs) Whatever. But... Anyway, with the, um, I don't know, man. The vampire thing, I think the first time you see it, it's the same idea as like a dead person coming back. It's, yeah, it is. It is, it is it the is, exact it same actually, thing, only exactly with fangs. But I saw Frankenstein before that, so that's the one that kind of yeah. hurt me. I can imagine. And I mean, like seeing, I got just those classic movies with like Bela and, you know, Boris Karloff and what's the other guy? Lon Chaney. Like those movies are so awesome because like they did that with so little they had oh, yeah. so little to make those movies. And, like, you know, I recently saw White Zombie with, like, Bella Lugosi, and it was just, like, creepy, but not like, oh, my God, I'm going to stay up at night and think about it like I've done on, with some of the movies on our list. <laughs> yeah. Plus, we get desensitized, too, as time yeah. goes on. So, All right. So, my next movie, I couldn't tell if it really counted or not, because... I never actually saw the movie. <laughs> so wait, you're something that's something you've never seen is on your list. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I still haven't seen it, and I know now after. Oh my god, when I get to number one, like this number four, I was probably going to look like the stupidest thing ever. What is it? Well, again, it was another situation where I was supposed to be in bed, but now I'm a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot older because I looked it up, and it was 1974 was when that movie came out. So I was five years old at the time. I was not born. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> if you would have saw the commercial, you would have been scared too. Anyway, so it's 1974. I'm five years old. I'm now staying at my other grandmother's house where there actually is a TV in the room where I would go to sleep. Okay. So when she would go to bed, I would turn it on and keep it really, really super low and close the door so mm-hmm. and keep the lights off so it would be totally pitch black so that... Not so that I can watch TV in the dark, which is now something that I cannot do without anymore, but also because she wouldn't see the light, so okay. it would be fine. So what movie is it? So it's the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it's dark, and it's a little Brooklyn apartment, and my, I'm alone. Like this, In this room, in a dark room watching TV, I, I got it. What at movie? At age five, and all of a sudden, I'm going to tell you what a commercial is first. Because you're not going to know the name of the movie because it's ridiculous. And the commercial, it's... All right, I'll tell you. Because I can just tell by the look on your face. (laughs) You're going to throw something at me. And and that's... All right, here we go. It was called Beyond the Door. Beyond the Door? Yes. Not Beyond the Green Door, which years later I went to look for because I was like, oh, this must be it because that's what comes up as I start to type this in. Mm -hmm. Because Beyond the Green Door was a very popular triple X porno. I was going to say, I bet it's a porno. <laughs> no, it's not that one, no. Okay. It's Beyond the Door. Sands Green. Go yes. on. Yes. <laughs> it's an Italian-American horror film, which I'm guessing might be good, might not. I don't know. 
missed it completely. <laughs> but what happens in the commercial is it's a very long, dark hallway. Okay. That and is it, creepy. I hate the dark. It's long. And at the way end of this door, because there's nothing on either side of you, mm-hmm. is a door that's closed with a light on. So you can see the cracks mm-hmm. coming above and below. Oh, I hate it. I'm getting goose pimples. Which, mind you, is exactly the setup that is in this room that I'm sitting in in the pitch dark. <laughs> so I'm looking at this door and I'm looking at the TV, which is right next to it. And I'm thinking, oh, where's this going, man? And I remember when the commercial came on, like I was watching some version of Battlestar Galactica. As one does at that period of time. Yeah. So... I was like, space is coming. That's way cooler. I'm going to be good with that. Okay. <laughs> so the camera is slowly panning down the hallway towards this door. And it's like the most terrifying horror film you will ever see is coming to theaters. And then just as it gets to the door and the camera and it stops like right in front of it. Mm-hmm. It pauses for a second. It's complete silent. And the screen is now black. So you think the commercial's over because the camera's so sure. panned into the door. Sure. And there's no sound. So you're like, we're going back to Battlestar. <laughs> but instead of getting Twinkie, the door opens up and this face comes flying out <gasps> of this burnt woman. And she's like all bubbled up kind of. Ew. And she like screams into the camera. And then it's like, be on the door. And oh, was, my God. And then it just ends. And then I think they totally messed with you because they definitely made the dark time a lot longer than between any other commercial. Or at least it felt like a really long time that night waiting for Dean to come on. And to this day, I can picture every single shot of that commercial. And you've never even, like, even though, like, you're totally, like, not afraid of, like, anything, but you still have not seen that movie. I still have not seen it. Because by the time I stopped having fear in this sort of stuff, like, like I forgot, like, all about it. Like, I, I think I just kind of, like, kind of like, I guess, like, post-traumatic stress where I was just like, I'm not thinking about it, so it doesn't exist. Now, when we were thinking about the list for today, I started thinking about that movie, and I was like, man, I forgot all about that. So tonight will probably be like bad dreams. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for the warning. <laughs> <sighs> all right. While I like let that marinate in my head, <laughs> why don't you go on As our next... apartment gets darker. It is. That's enough. <laughs> <sighs> Well, number four on my list is actually kind of strange because it's also one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, it is absolutely <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time. And it completely changed my life and the way that, like, I operate in water. And that, of course, is Jaws. I knew you were going to say Jaws. I know, and it's not even like, I don't even think of it as a horror movie. But when we started talking about this, you're like, oh, I w- what number's Jaws going to be? And I was like, oh my God. But when you think about it, I we used to go to the beach as a kid. We had a pool. We like so we had a pool. We had a pool. Like I used to be like a water kid. I would be in the water in the summertime. I would be in the water from sunrise to sundown. Like I would like I was prune. I was a prune from like the end of June until the end of August. Like I just loved being in the water. And my dad, because one of the things that like I remember most about doing with my dad when I was a kid was he took us to movies because my mom that wasn't really my mom's thing. <laughs> and it's easy for dads to take kids of to course. movies because they ain't gotta do shit except for shh. Yeah. 
But you took your kids to like <laughs> yeah, teach them your exactly love of why. cinema. But you also ta- to teach them like your love of cinema. <laughs> so my dad used like you know he'd take us to the movies and stuff, and he loved because his love of the beach passed on to us. So he had us watch Jaws. Because Was your dad Patrick be- Swayze? Mm-hmm. Was your dad Patrick Swayze? Oh, I wish. Actually, I don't wish my dad was Patrick Swayze. <laughs> is is your dad keep Keanu Reeves? No. Are you just saying these names because we watched a bit of Point Break today? <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking he loves the beach. Oh, they he does love it. the beach. He looks he looks good on the beach. I'm Patrick just telling you. Go on. So Asshole. he takes us. He we watch <laughs> Jaws, and I am like petrified, and because it is such a scary like the like that hidden thing, and as we all know, like. You know, they kept Jaws not seen because they were having horrific issues with like technology Don't give away the ending. and stuff. So, like, <laughs> go ahead. We know. So I'm just saying, but like, as you know, like they, it wasn't like intentional. Like it's not like they, it wasn't really their intent. Like they wanted to show the shark so much earlier and all that, but like the water, I just became petrified of the water. Like I love being in the ocean, but like I can't swim at night anymore because of this movie. And I would watch like all the Jaws movies. In a pool. In a pool. Like even in a pool. Like we had like I would swim at night sometimes and we had like this light and like and the fence, like the light from the the fence would cut off the light for like the deep part of the water. I would stay only in the shallow end when I was swimming in the dark. And it's I was like pool. swimming at night. I know. I don't care. Like it. I, he was lurking in the corner. I could see if you told me because I know your layout. Like I know, like you have like a lake in back of the house. Mm-hmm. I could see. Oh, I can get it. Okay, I'm in a lake. I'm on an inner tube. I want to come and bite me on the butt. No, I want to. <laughs> I'm thinking like, all right, I, maybe there could be a shark in that. <laughs> right. There could be. There could psychologically, be psychologically. Only because Psycholo- I know. Like, I'm not saying that. Like I don't you, know that I'm a freak. You know that the hose was in there filling that pool. You never know. Tom. You never see a hose in a lake, but it's always there. So I would say shark may be in a lake. Shark may be in the ocean. Yeah, I don't know. Shark. I can't explain it. It's just like it's. I can't. I can't justify it. I can't explain it. But I would never swim at night. Like I will never ever be in any type of body of water at night. Because of Jaws. And I love that movie. Like, it is definitely in my top ten of, like, favorite movies ever. Yeah, and definitely, like, way up there on your list of horror movies. <laughs> I told you my list was going to be bad. Aside from that piano, he don't even make a noise. True, but... Mm. Why don't we just move on? Because obviously, <laughs> you know, you can tell us you're number three now. Well, the only reason why I'm saying is because, I, okay, my next one is going to be, and I don't think I'm alone in this, is Poltergeist. <sighs> and the reason why I said noise was, is because a lot of these, like, you know, Frankenstein had like that mumble thing, mm-hmm. and then like, Beyond the Door had that screaming woman. Yeah. So, if I'm like, you know in an apartment late at night and the door's closed and someone screams in the hallway, I'm thinking, holy shit, beyond the door just happened. <laughs> right? Because just like a screaming woman. I guess, Or yeah. if I hear somebody mumbling like upstairs like through like, you know, the drainage pipe, something, and that could be a Frankenstein. Who's yelling through the drainage pipes? There's somebody yelling all the time here and it always sounds like mumbling because it's hardly ever in English. But anyway... <laughs> Poltergeist 
has that very distinct sound oh. of that snow on the TV set. It is so, oh my gosh, I do remember being scared of that as a little kid. Yeah, man. And still today, I, yeah, and I would be scared. there have been times since that movie came out where, well, well now everything is like digital cable, but before that happened, like up to like late in my life, where the TV would like come to like the channel's end of the night, mm-hmm. and it would just be that which is something that would be like a comforting sound to us because we sleep with like sound machines. We sleep with an air conditioner running not because we have one. to have the not, not white noise, white no, no white noise. Way. And I remember when they used to do that, um, they used to do the Star Spangled Banner at the end of the night, like at four in the morning. TV stations used to go off the air completely. And they used to like show a picture of like these, like, I don't know, what's that monument? Where the Is it the Monument of Heroes, the one with the three guys holding up the American flag? Yeah, I, I think it's like the, I don't know the specific name of the statue, unfortunately. That guy. Like the, it, it was like Iwo Jima, I think, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it would always be that picture with an American flag waving in the background, then playing the Star Spangled Banner with the big band, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the TV would just cut at the end of it, and you would just hear that static yes. until like, I don't know, five in the morning or six in the morning mm-hmm. when the TV okay. came back on again. So... I remember after that movie came out, there were still channels that used to have that whole ending thing with the static. And if I woke up at that point, there would be no, I would run to the TV to turn it off completely. Would you try to stick your hand through it? No, man. <laughs> and it's weird because I think that's where I got that movie is also where I got my clown phobia from. Ugh. Because it made that stupid clown come to life. Oh, clowns are just, yeah, clowns are terrifying. And I think that's the movie that did it. And then trees <laughs> breaking in the windows and eating people <laughs> like that little girl. Right? Yeah, it is scary. It definitely, definitely is scary. And then like, Carol Ann. Oh, my gosh. Uh, midgets are creepy. She is not even what? a midget. <laughs> I thought that's what you meant. I was just trying to agree with you. No, she's just, she. that woman herself was just creepy. And like, she was in like a couple other things. And like, every time you'd see her, you'd just be like, oh, God, no. Like, please don't look at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, Poltergeist is definitely... Definitely up there. Like, that is definitely scary. But see, like, my thing is, like, I block out things. I try to. Like, things that frighten me or, like, have frightened me as a kid. Like, I try to, like, block them out. Yeah. Poltergeist was definitely one of those things where, even now, if I watch it, once in a while, I get a little twinge of, that was still kind of creepy. But... I don't know. I didn't see the remake yet. I do want to see the remake. That looks... I, I can't. But just even, like, I can't even watch the commercial. Like, I look away because I know that, like, in the commercial, the clown is, like, coming from out that kid. And Yeah. I ugh. mean, I was fighting for the remakes. Like, I was just thinking, like, man, I want a remake. And I was... If I had a remake in the list, it would have been Halloween. The Rob Zombie version. Because I love that version. But... I don't know, man. I feel like it's tough to put in a remake if that movie's already been made before. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like you should know better by that point. I guess so. Mm. Hollywood is just uninspired. It's so uninspired. (laughs) 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 Well, what's your next next show there? My next movie is Scream. I think that was a comedy. Not to me, it wasn't. (laughs) I did for real. Was it supposed to be? 
What? So was I it supposed to be? I have no idea. I just remember I watched it at my friend's house in the middle of nowhere, and I had to walk from her house to my car, which was like a little ways away, and I was petrified. We ended up having her boyfriend, who was watching the movie with us, like he had to walk me out to my car because I was, I refused to walk out to my car because all I kept picturing was like, whatever his name is, Ghost Face Killer or whatever. Like, Wait, isn't he in Wu-Tang? He might be, but isn't that the name of the mask? <laughs> like the killer, like the goat, you know it, the creepy ghost face. Yeah, oh ODB. My God, I, what? Is it ODB? No, I think I think Ghostface Killer is a separate one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not up on my Wu Tang knowledge. I apologize. <laughs> All right, go on then. So we watch this movie, and I am so scared because if you remember, like that house that like Nev Campbell lived in is in the middle of nowhere. I too lived in the middle of nowhere. I was watching this show at a friend who lived in the middle of nowhere. So I'm driving home on like all these country roads and I am so scared. I'm like, oh my God, that was the scariest movie I've ever seen because I knew from a, like a young age that I didn't like these type of movies. So I wouldn't see them. So I'm driving home and I'm like, if somebody in a ghost face masks <laughs> walks out in front of me on one of these country roads, I'm hitting it and running. Like I will do a hit and run. I don't even care. Why would somebody in the woods have a ghost face mask? You never know, Tom. If it was the case, it would probably be more likely a clan member. Probably. Same shape as that mask. Yeah, it could be. I probably would have hit that, too. If anything walked in front of me, I probably would have hit it that night. Yes, you probably should have. So I drive home, (laughs) and I get home, and I'm parked in the driveway, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to walk. To the door by myself and the door is going to be locked because I, my parents are home i'm like oh my god the door is going to be locked i have to unlock it and like you can't and like the light wasn't on so i was like oh shit what am i going to do so i grab an umbrella because yeah that was a weapon in the movie and i was like okay if it worked in the movie it'll work for me if somebody tries to grab me did it work in the movie though did it i don't remember because i've blocked most of it out i'm kind of thinking that like everybody died so at the end of it but, like, wasn't she in a room or something? Like, she was in, like, a closet, and then he opened the door, and she, like, stabbed him in the chest? Or she snapped, oh. stabbed somebody in the chest with the umbrella. So I was like, that's going to work for me. But I don't remember a lot of details from that movie. So it's hard for me to tell you if somebody got stabbed in the chest or not. But do you really think that you could pierce somebody's rib cage? No, I totally, the... I, I totally know that I wouldn't. You should have went for another... Well, I, that's all that I had in the back of my car. So I grab this umbrella and I run to the door. And I am seriously frightened. Like, I am scared to death right now. And I'm fumbling with the key. Drop it, of course. Pick it up. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, You're I'm, reacting. Them. You're totally reliving the movie. I am. Like, I was so frightened. I get in the house finally and I'm just like, oh my god. Like, oh my god. And I, like, go into my mother's room, and she's, like, for once, like, usually she would always wait up for me because she's a, you know, a worrywart. But for for once in her life, she was totally asleep. And I stood over her bed, and I was like, Mom, Mom, wake up. You know that's the creepiest thing a kid can do. I know, I know. And a kid, like, the kid was, like, 20-something at this point. It's still creepy. Even if worse, a big person standing over you, whispering (laughs) in the dark into your face. Mom, wake up. Mom, Mom, wake up. And she's like, what? And I'm like, can I crawl in with you? I am so scared. We watched a really scary movie. And she's like, go away. And I'm like, oh, my God. What am I going to do? What I did was sleep with my closet light and I on for an entire week because every time I was in the dark, I would picture that mask. Oh, my God. God, man, that was a ridiculous I movie. Know. The 
scariest part of that was you creeping out your mom. I remember <laughs> when the little kids used to like, well, when my kids were little, like a little, little, they used to come in the bedroom and used to like do that to me. They used to stand at the edge of the bed and be like, dad, dad, dad. That is creepy. Stop. And I would just go, I would, I would and all right, this is the first time I'm going to confess this. I would keep my eyes closed and be like, you better damn well have a good reason for being in here just to get them to say something else. Because I figured, I don't know why, a ghost or something wouldn't be advanced enough to come up with more sentence structure than just my name. Because <laughs> in the movies, you only hear them saying like, you know, one or two words at a time. So I'm like, you better damn well have a good reason for coming in here. But I would keep my eyes closed. And then as soon as they'd go, I had a bad dream. I'd be like, God damn it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's just them. Not that it wasn't always. Well, would yeah. you rather have it be them or some kind of boogeyman? No, but I don't want to waste the energy on being freaked out on a little kid, especially okay. when it's just a normal dumb little kid. Okay. <laughs> they weren't that dumb, but they were when they did that. So. What's your number two? That wasn't mine. <laughs> nope, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, this actually ties into the whole kid thing. My number two. Is the girl next door. Oh. Chucky. I was going to say, because he's kind of like a little kid. <laughs> See, that thing don't scare me at all, though, because it's still a doll. I know I a doll dolls. can't come to life. Dolls are creepy. You don't know that they can't come to life. I feel like the only one that can is a clown. A clown doll? Yeah, only because, I don't know, again, because of poltergeist. Like, I, that caught me at, like, a young enough age to make me think, like, that can possibly happen. Because clowns are truly evil. Yeah, but any any other kind of doll or something like that, mm, by that time it was already done, and now it's just cliche, and it doesn't bother me. So The Girl Next Door by yes. Frank Ketchum is based off of Frank Ketchum book. Yeah, it was awful. Oh my gosh, that is one movie that we did see together on mm-hmm. our list, and it was, it was a grueling movie to watch. Yeah, and it wasn't that one with that Playboy model who lived across the street from Yeah, it wasn't guy. the cute, like, no. high school kind of movie. No, no, no. This was specifically Frank Ketchum. <laughs> it was a situation where this, I guess, these two sisters, their parents had died. And their um, aunt, I think, took them in. And she had, like, I think three or four boys that were already living in the house. And they abused these two chicks so horrifically for so long. And it was just so disturbing to me because... This kind of shit happens. And that's what scares me about it is because you can read like an article in a newspaper about like, you know, somebody being abducted, like those mole women and stuff Mm -hmm. like that who like... They were abducted, kept them for years and stuff like that, right? Isn't that what they were? It is, it is, but I don't know why I'm laughing. Wait a minute. It is the more wait no, that's from that's thinking... from Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> All right, well that wasn't a real thing. But, but... that it's like there's there's similar things that happen. But there was those people. What were they what they call? I don't remember, but like Probably not something as offensive. As mole women. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's why I was like laughing. I was like, why is that funny to me? And then I'm like, Oh, because it's based on the show. <laughs> it's not the Kimmy Schmidt show, but it was that news dude. Yeah, where yeah. But, I mean, you can read about it, and it's disturbing. Yes, it's totally disturbing, but I don't think you get enough detail as to, like, how messed up it actually is. So I think, like, the media or, like, people talking about it will give you uh, just 
enough detail to let you know that something bad happened, but not go over the edge to let you know like how horrific these situations actually are. Right. This movie left nothing to nothing. the imagination. So nothing. it's like, oh my God, who even, whoever thought of this is disturbed. Frank Ketchum. It left no stone unturned. And these were kids, man. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's, and like, that's what makes it so disturbing because it's just, it's something that happens. Yeah. And like, we know, you know, I've always said, it's not always, like, everybody always seems to think, like, if you see, like, a strange looking adult, like somebody who looks threatening to going across the street. But I've never thought of a, as adults as that threatening. Like, I always, I knew, like, they can be, so I'm just automatically cautious. But it's the groups of kids, man. Well, kids are, kids are evil. Kids are almost as evil as clowns. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always the packs of kids that mm-hmm. are way more threatening than an adult. And this movie just tore that open <laughs> and was like... Choice words. <laughs> oh, my God. It was yeah, insane. It was horrific. It definitely, definitely was horrific. So Jack Catchem is the girl next door. Is oh, wait. My... Is it Frank or Jack? Oh, I think it's Jack Catchem. Just search girl next door Catchem, K-E-T-C-H-U-M. We might have our details wrong. No, it's we always have our details wrong. We're always off, but like, hey, man, that's on you. But if you sl- take us, we we told you first. But slightly on. <laughs> that's IFC. No, I think it was, I think it was Jack Catchem's Girl Next Door. Okay, well. Well, check it out. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my number two. You go. <laughs> well, my number one movie is something that has haunted me for many, many years. And I can't even, I can't see the remakes of it. I can't see someone dressed as him on Halloween or near Halloween. I can't see the mask hanging on, (laughs) hanging on a, you know what? I skipped a movie. (laughs) I skipped a movie. No, you didn't. You're dead on. What was it? I skipped my number three. What was it? My number three. What was number three? (laughs) It was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh my god. The whole order's gonna be messed up now. I know. I don't care. It's fine. I'll go with my number one. <laughs> no. Why don't you do a combination of your number no. three and your number one? But my number one is I, I seriously like and we were watching it earlier and like I would like avert my eyes, but like every time he comes near you and he always walks slow, but he's always right there. Who Michael is Michael Myers. The is... comedian? No, I love Michael Myers, and I love that Michael Myers. I mean, well, like, from, like, SNL, Wayne's World, etc. But, like, Michael Myers, Halloween, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I boycott it. <laughs> Rob Zombie, who I have loved for years, went down a notch because he directed the remake, which I know that you do love. I do. I know that you love it, but, like, I... That scene in the closet where, like, Jackie, Jamie Lee Curtis is, like, and he, he bursts in through the closet door with the knife when she's looking down and she sees him. And, like, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful scene when, like, this one scene, which is what I usually picture when I think of, like, Michael Myers. When she's, like, looking down in the backyard and, like, the sun is just going down. So it's, like, orangey and dark. And the laundry is so white and he's just standing there with that fucking face of his just looking up at her and but it pans a mask and it pans back to her and then he's gone and you know he's downstairs and he's coming to 
He's just waiting. You know it's William Shatner, right? It's not William Shatner. It's 100% oh, William the mask? Shatner. Yeah. I'm frightened of William Shatner. When you see Priceline's commercials, do you freak out? No, I love the Shat. Hmm. And it's weird that you don't like it because that is his face. But it's just that white and then like his eye, like that well, sunken it wasn't eyes. Yet. I know, but like it's just, it's just absolutely frightening to me. I feel like you would not be good at like a masquerade ball. I don't really like, I don't like masks in general. Like I just don't, I, th- I, I don't like when you can't see someone. Like I, I don't like not being able to see someone's face. Like I hate being on the subway and like. You're holding, like, the pole, and somebody in front of you is holding a pole, and you're facing each other, as you sometimes have to do. And, like, that person has sunglasses on. Like, I, I don't like being... Like Unabama. In front of some... Like, I guess, yeah. Like, yeah, I, sunglasses. Yeah, and a hoodie, yeah. That's true. <laughs> what about cowboys? What, what about cowboys? Well, they wear bandanas. Do you not like them? No, see, a bandit I'm okay with. But see, that's weird to me, man. Like sunglasses and other th- and masks bother you. Like but when they not tie it, like, and you can only like they tie it over their nose or whatever. Yeah. See, that doesn't bother me because it's like you're being a bandit. That's badass. What? Well, not like smoking a bandit. I know, but like a bandit is like somebody who goes and like. What about ski masks? Oh, ski masks are creepy. <laughs> I knew it. ski masks are really creepy and my brother used to have this ninja outfit and it had like the mask where like you could only see like the eyes and he would wear it and like i would know it was him and he would just stand like be downstairs like we'd be downstairs watching tv he'd go upstairs and he'd come back down he would just stand and like behind me with this like ninja mask on and i would flip out and start screaming and like i knew it was him but like as soon as like you put a mask on it's just like Oh, yeah, man. Masks are so scary. Well, it's meant to, like, you know, give Disarm an air you. of mystery. Mm-hmm. And we are scattered of things that we don't know. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Can you tell me about your Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff? See, okay. I know it's your number three. It's my number three, number and one, I don't know why still... I missed the order, but I, we, you know I'm not good at math. But I, I do love this movie. Like, this is one of those rare horror movies that I can actually watch. Because I don't know why. It's just so, like, I don't know if it's just Franklin, like, the guy in the wheelchair. Like, he's so annoying. And you're just like, oh, my God, I'd probably, like, kill him, too. Because he's so annoying in this movie. But, like, Leatherface, there's just something... I don't know why. There's just something fascinating about Leatherface. I won't watch the scene with the meat hook. I absolutely refuse. Like, that is just... I've, like, I saw it once, and I was like enough but like for some reason i could just watch that movie over and over and it's totally something that i think could happen especially deep down in texas (laughs) not pennsylvania where you live like you didn't get flashes of people can be eaten like human flesh in the woods no Mm -mm. some weird amish men going off the range i don't know anything about amish men because they weren't in my area so I didn't grow up in that part of Pennsylvania. They weren't that far. Yeah, so they were like three hours away. That's pretty far. Well, I think they could find you. You have this like sick fascination with the Amish population of Pennsylvania. Well, I'm just really like kind of like blown away by it because I feel like there's so many modern conveniences and people are just banging stuff with rocks and. Yeah, like why wouldn't you want to be just modern? But maybe they're better. Maybe they're better off without all the technology we have. 
maybe they were just brunked by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> like, maybe he just, like, walked into that town and been like, this is how things are done. <laughs> and then someone escapes and he has to have him executed. I guess. I feel like that would be a good movie. <laughs> Probably one of his better ones, at least in recent years. What a twist. <laughs> God. So your number one, Tom. Let's talk about your number one. Oh, man. I don't like to even talk about my number one. Because I hate it's still disturbing. the fact that we are coming up. I, I have been dreading this all show because <laughs> I hate this movie. It is. It was torture. And when we thought about the idea for this podcast, like I was like immediately, like all I was going to think about was just this movie. I'm like, this should be my one, two, three, four and five. Because it very well could be. And it's, no, again, no monsters except for just Humans. human indecency. And the movie is a Serbian film. Oh. And if you have not seen a Serbian film, I don't think I have ever recommended it to anybody who hasn't been totally disgusted by it. It is a truly disgusting movie. This movie is basically about this person, a, a guy who was asked to be an actor and um, acting like a weird, like, He used to be, film. like, a porn star guy or something, wasn't he? Like, didn't he used to be in porns? I, and he, like, retired to this, like, you know, a decent life with his wife. Yeah, and he was pretty much done, and then all of a sudden these people came and said, if you do this one movie, you'll be completely set for life. You don't have to worry about nothing after this one movie. Yep. And then it just takes this darkest turn. And I'll, that and you I'll would, say, it was completely unexpected. And it started off pretty slow. Like, the people that recommended it to me, like, and, and I'm talking about, like, seeing it, like, two years ago. Like, mm -hmm. this Yeah, we saw from, this very recently, yeah. Yeah, and I know that it's a little bit older than that, but for what, I don't know, two years ago is when we caught wind of it, and I've seen it only once. And we will never see it again. I kind of want to. Of course you do. Enjoy I, it. <laughs> I kind of want it. But it's not an easy movie to find. Like, I mean, you know, we found it on digital download. But, I mean, you know, we had to dig for it a little bit. But. Because it, it's banned in, like, I, I think it's I think it's one of these movies that is just never to be shown anywhere. Because it is just so disturbing. And what's weird about the movie is, is not only. I think it's one of the rare movies where. The victim isn't just one person at a time. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like half the cast of this movie is all being, like, tortured at the same time. Yeah, because, like, this guy's like, yeah, he's getting paid to do these things, and, like, it starts off to do this, and then it turns into something else, and then it, it just comes out of nowhere. But, like, it's shot almost like you don't know if this is, like, a found footage kind of film. Like, it's shot in a way that makes you think, like, this is actually happening. Like, I'm watching this fucked up shit happen to this guy. Oh, it's so bad. It is so... It is It is just... A, oh, my gosh. And then, like, it finally ends. And then it... But it doesn't. Because there's one last scene to just, like... You're like, oh, my God, we finally made it. Here we are. <laughs> and then the last... The final scene in the movie is just, like... <sighs> and it sucks because the way it you would think it would end before that last scene mm -hmm. you're like oh my god that was a horrific horrific like this movie. is the worst thing that could ever happen to somebody and then it's just a 30 second clip 
to just sum it all up and just make you lose complete faith in humanity. It, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like we were saying with the girl next door, like this is this this shit happens like and it is just it is so it's so awful. Like I hate the fact like I feel so filthy right now just <laughs> thinking about it. Like we don't want to give anything away in case you haven't seen it and plus like <laughs> we don't want to get taken off the air if we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like enough enough people have been blocked because of this movie already. <laughs> oh my god, it's so crazy. Yeah, it was it is just like it is very sexually explicit and there are very disturbing sexual images. Not good ones. No, I mean like we've given our like we've we've talked we've covered the fact that we do like watching stuff like that, but like this is not anything that like it sticks you with might, you. You might, but if you do, if you do get like aroused by this movie, you really should go seek help. Yeah, you really, really should. Like I remember tweeting afterward, after we saw it, was and I was just like, I will never be the same after watching a Serbian film. And like I got so many comments about people who were like, that movie is amazing. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? No, but I think they were totally freaked out, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, amazing is not the word I would just use to describe it. Like, amazing means, like, I can't even think of something, like, right now. But, like, oh, my gosh, that movie was amazing. Like, Hot Fudge Sundays. Hot Fudge Sundays are amazing. Yeah, they are. But, like, a movie, like, to describe a movie like this as amazing is just... The gingerbread cookies. <laughs> Lemon gingerbread cookies. And I see we're on a tangent. Are now. they amazing? <laughs> they are. They could be amazing. Uh, I feel like cones. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of something nice now after that, <laughs> that horrible thought of the Serbian film. And snacks, apparently. <laughs> well, it is the High Regard show. <laughs> well, there we have it. Check you here next week. Good night, everybody. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for